Welcome to That Comic Smell Podcast. With your hosts, David Robertson, Giuseppe Labertino, Mike Sadaka, and Tom Stewart. With special guest, Charles Raymond. How far have you driven from? Birmingham. Ah. Hey, Charles. Nice to meet you, Giuseppe. I went to work. Ah. Two different things. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Charles. Yes. Hey. Nice to meet you, man. How are you doing? You're well. If you're a fan of them, get put them in a ball unless we win. Yeah, well, well, yeah, well, uh, empty, empty these. Although it says cheese and chives, but. Oh, yeah. That cheesy or chivey. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. It's not that cheesy or chivey. You're glad you came now. Make it all bad there. Is it actually an oat cake? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's a biscuit. My kids love the cheese. More of a biscuit. Oh, yeah. Oat biscuits. He's right. Yeah. It's mm. not an oat cake. Mm. I've never actually had these. They're lovely. I like nice. the They're lovely. Oh, I thought for a moment you were taking two. Oh, come on. That's a whole box. <laughs> Only when there's an array of them like that, and I know that like there's enough for others. <laughs> Not if I can see you eagerly waiting for the last one. I'm like, no, fuck off! I'm having it. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever tried the chocolate chip ones? They do chocolate chip ones, which no, are I nice. think I have. No. Lovely biscuit again, rather than. Listen, guys. Why? Why? Why was? What's he got? This is my favourite joke, right? Oh no. <laughs> why was the sand wet? Why why was the beach wet? Because the seaweed. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're a bit of blasphemy. Don't, don't every funny, every time my kids say you got oh, a joke, I go. Why was the sand wet? And I'm like, oh God, you know, every time, every time. Anyway, does anyone want a bit of seaweed? I'll try a wee bit of seaweed. Oh, get seaweed and jelly. So the guest of honour gets first. Pack. Oh jeez, thank you. Well, play the role of Nando and say. So. I've not, I've not got Nando to go. Yeah. So, <laughs> so bring it on to Fun order. Graphics. Um, yeah, yeah, I've. I've, I've kind of put my foot in it a wee bit with Fanta Graphics because uh-huh. I, I picked it and then didn't really know what I was picking. Um, couldn't remember what was on Fanta Graphics so I made up a wee list but has anybody got some stuff with them as well? Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I yeah. I'm glad you told me that I had a Fanta Graphics book because yeah. I didn't realise it was. Well, I've got some. Another one that you would have had is um, Palestine. Oh, is that Fanta Graphics? Joe Sacco, oh, yeah. He was one of the... Was he not one of the first on... Not one of the first. Not one of the first, sorry. One of the most... He actually worked there. One of the biggest. Like, in the office. Well, you've got the... Yeah. Is it, is it, you, you've got the big Fanta Graphics history mm. book, don't you? That was a great book. Have you got away? No. Oh, <laughs> fuck. <coughs> I thought about it, but it's too heavy. It's huge. And I brought it before when yeah. I was reading it. Yeah. It's great. I still don't know how you read that. 
Just pure enthusiasm. About that. And two weeks of Christmas <laughs> holiday. I just sat there reading it every night. Yeah. Nice. I love it when a book gets you like yeah. Because it had been announced ten years earlier, and then it finally came out. So I was. You've been waiting ten fucking years. Fucking hell! They announced it as being the thirtieth anniversary book. <coughs> Fantasy graphics now. They said it was the fortieth. Fucking hell! They took the time, didn't they? <laughs> well, you saw it. It's enormous, and it's brilliant. Yeah, it's huge. What's the page count there? Can't remember. You did see it, didn't you? Yeah, but I mean, is it roughly... Oh, it's just a big, huge... Thousand. I could guess, but I have no idea. Wow. The powers of Google. Oh, jazz. Uh, Amazon will have it, the page count. Yeah, I think I've actually got it on my... Wish list nice. as well. So what have you got, David? Yeah, you want me to go through this? Yeah, stuff? go for it. Right. Go for it. I've got a, I've got a, a list for when... I'll have a sip of my tea. Everyone's <laughs> bagged. Right, well, I thought I'd start with the Comics Journal. Can't mention Fantagraphics without oh, the Comics you. Journal. That's, because they were publishing this before they were publishing comics. Mm-hmm. So it was years and years of them saying, hey, all, all these comics are shit, you know? Pointing, <laughs> that, pointing that out to everybody. Is that Calvin and Hobbes on the cover? It certainly is. It is. This is the first issue of this I ever bought. I no idea what Calvin and Hobbes was at that point. Oh, wow. I just liked the cover. And this magazine introduced me to Calvin and Hobbes. Mm. Right. How old are you? 17. Alright. Uh, so it was like late 80s. And it was just such a great magazine. But, and what I, what was amazing to me about it was, it was right in the middle of all that, you know, um, bang, pow, crash, comics are not for kids anymore. Wow. Oh yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Whereas they, they were obviously way past that. They were like, they weren't going to have an article like that because that was just assumed. And now we were looking into everything very in depth, you know, taking just taking it seriously. So that suited me fine because I thought, yeah, I'm quite serious about this as well. It was very influential on how I think about comics, the comics journal. Also, your knowledge. Mm-hmm. And the knowledge, yeah, reading that for years. Because I'm, you know, I don't fuck, I don't fuck <laughs> all about comics. I don't know. Imposter syndrome oh, and all that. No, 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 honestly, but that's because I, I never had any, I mean, I wasn't even aware of that, but well, I had sure. no interest in reading about stuff, if you see what I mean. I just kind of wanted to read you had the comics. The comics. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, fuck, this yeah. is an art. I'm like, oh, no, I can't. I, I, wish, I, I wish I had... Because I'd have learned a lot more and well, developed my reading skills earlier. That's the first one. And then just uh, for reference, this is the latest one that came out mm. two or three months ago. So you can see oh, how it's, it's changed. different you know. thought. Fucking yeah, well, that's, that's 30 like years a, of difference, you know. That's like a fucking coffee table book, isn't yeah. it? And how regular is that? Well, that's... Quarterly? No, it's going to twice a year. All right. It was like they did 10, of, 10 every year they did, so it wasn't quite monthly. And then they said, right, we're going to just do one every two years or something. And then they managed to get about two done in about eight years. <laughs> and then they just went, right, okay, look, and they've switched it back up again to being twice a year. So that's right. the first of the twice oh, a year okay. ones. What does that clock in at? Pound wise. Like I think that was about 12 quid. But it's still, it's still very good. The latest, uh, the latest issue was very good. That history of, by the way, is six hundred pages. <sighs> Love and rockets. Mm. <coughs> oh, I. You all know this. 
So here's Love and Rockets. We all know this. And yes, is that someone I have heard of? Yeah, no. <laughs> great comic. That really, uh, that really grabbed me at the time as well. The amount of people that sort of homage to that cover yes. is unreal. I mean, the Scarlet's yeah, the close. Yeah, but there's loads of them. There's loads of them that have done that. I'm pretty sure I've even seen the, seen the Beano characters. Somebody's done like a, <laughs> oh, a print yeah. of it. I only found it out from you guys. Yeah, I'd never heard of that stuff. Yeah, I see what you were saying. If only you'd found all this. Oh, that's print. all about. Comics. Yeah, I know, but but the yeah. thing is, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't have read it. Hmm. I didn't even really read the letters pages at the back or news and stuff. You know. Are these monthly? No, that's twice a year now. Twice, oh, right. That's the new schedule. Ah, uh, okay. Sorry, I was looking through that when you were saying all that. Yeah. <clears throat> it was just a mind blower to start reading that back then. And I had other pals that liked comics and they went, I don't like that. Yeah, that's and, and I one went, of them. He went, that's too serious. And yeah. I just thought, what the <laughs> Too serious. What? I noticed there's lots of sketches that's nice, here. Yeah. See that? Uh, mm. I remember having that in at high school secondary school and I was reading that in the class right and here it comes out right it's coming out now right the English teacher right I'm getting angry I'm sitting in the English class and I'm reading that what you're reading there comics journal and I still remember comics <laughs> seriously and it was two English teachers and this, the one looked at the other comics <laughs> and you know I went, mm. but inside I thought fuck you fucking you know and then she happened to look, and the reason I mention it is, it, op- it was open, it was some of those sketch pages you just had there, Mike. And she mm-hmm. was like, oh, it doesn't look like any comics I've seen before. I thought, oh, of course it doesn't, you ignorant <laughs> fucking... <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I've held that grudge. <laughs> you have you got it and out. I'll, I'll hold it. I like oh. how they've carried it on, though. Like, yeah, yeah, they have. Even yeah, you the latest when you still have got the sketches in the back. Yeah, they always have big art sections devoted to Ooh. an individual. This is more of a... But is that, is that as sequential as well? Does that actually continue? No, that like, one... That, I think that one was, was just sketches. And right. The, yeah. And this one's that an one's actual comics. Yeah. yeah. It's an actual narrative. Oh, lovely little advertisement for Love and Rockets at the back. That's good seeing them all lined up. This makes me mm-hmm. think of... Uh, I was trying to think, what did I have access to that had articles? Stuff like Mad. Hmm. Mad Magazine. Yeah. You know that American one with yeah. Yeah. that I texted it. I'm not saying it was like this, but no. I'm saying it was um, text, and I struggled with that as well. But often I liked mm-hmm. the other stuff that was in it. Yeah, I remember you asked a while back how many Love and Rockets collections there were. That's one to fourteen. Fucking hell! So there you go. And there's more coming. They're all good. Yeah. So. They're still putting them out. They're still yeah. new. Yeah. Yeah. Have you read any Jack-o-ish. of that, Charles? Um, I haven't read it. I just don't know how popular it is. You fancy it, or what's that? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Give it a mess. The thing is, I I have this like massive gap between yeah. when I was a kid and now, essentially, with with comics. Okay. So like as a kid, I grew up with like Catherine Hobbs, for example. Yeah. I think my first comic I got was like the Sonic comic because that was what was available. In oh yeah, Sonic the comic. Yeah, yeah. It was like I think Archie. Um, uh, published it in America. I can't remember who did it here, but yeah, right. I, I, I would read that like religiously, and then moved on to uh, Cavern and Hobbs, and yeah. eventually sort of superheroes things like that. Like, mm-hmm. Always been a Marvel guy, but then there's this massive gap of like what was 
around the edges. Right. And it's only now doing them myself yeah. that I'm like, yay, there's loads of stuff, and I'm just trying to catch up. <laughs> so, so why did you decide to Strip of the do your own comic? <laughs> um, I've always, like, drawn and everything. I've always been writing yeah, and things yeah. like that, but I was just... I'm stay-at-home dad, so I have the opportunity oh. to be able to actually work on my stuff now, so I've been doing it for, like, two, three years now? Good job. Jeez, yeah, it's a long time. <laughs> well, you've got a lot done. Yeah. Nice to I've tried. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Well, at least you're doing some of your time and saying, oh, well, I'm just fucking getting fat with my time. <laughs> <laughs> At least you've got an output. <laughs> Mine's just in. Let, let me say, I'm not neglecting my kids to do. No, no, to no, 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 no. Spending my evening. In, doing in this. no way did I, I want to infer that somehow my kids are getting a better, <laughs> a better, yeah. better fucking care than yours. No, no. I've got that one. That was one of my favourite episodes, and he turned it into a comic. Um, Thundercats when Safari oh. Joe went to oh, hunt the Thundercats. You recognise that? Oh yeah. yeah. Got to do it. Hey, Peter Bag. Come on, <laughs> the greatest. He's my favourite. Love Peter Bag. Peter Bag's hate. So good. A lot, a lot of these when I first discovered them were kind of they'd been going a few years already. Mm. But then they, they were always reprinting them at that stage. You would always get like I think that Love and Rockets issue is like third print or something. Right, it is quite thick. Yeah. Oh no, this is, this is a first printing. Oh, okay, I better be more careful. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to throw it over here, but the, oh no, it's first print. Anyway, Peter Bag, brilliant. Love it in bits. You can chuck that this. one around. You can throw that one about if you want. I love it when the, uh, the collections get all battered, as if yeah. you've been properly mm. reading through them, you know. Love it. <laughs> really? Oh, no, really. no. You should see my. Um... I hate that. <laughs> so, my, my books are. I'm like. Uh, they, they always say it's anal retentive now, don't they? They have to bring arses into it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But I'm like. I, I always think a book should be in the exact same nick as the day you bought it. And I don't care if 40 years has gone by. Why the hell should it be beat up now? <laughs> That's my thinking. It's pretty hardcore. Yeah, but what I do they... like a book kept in a good condition. Yeah, yeah. but you are they... a librarian as well. It's about the... yeah, yeah, I mean, you yeah. need it in its place as well. I imagine. What about the ones that you've brought in that have obviously been through the ringer, drawn in? Well, that's the ones that I got before that mindset clock thing. Oh, okay. So that's stuff from when I was a real kid and drew on them. Now, mm. no, no, I love them being battered <coughs> about. Don't get me wrong. There is occasional if I get a hardback. That'll stay the way it is. There was a book programme on <coughs> the radio this week and they were talking about her, the physical books versus digital and all that. And one of the things they said was really good about physical book was, <coughs> you know, you can do this, you can do that. You can crack the spine. And I actually went, oh, no! <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that made me way. feel horrible and all, yeah. And still be cracking spines. Oh, it's sitting whole books like that. We didn't know that. Oh, look at this. He's hunking it. Yeah, let's do it. Get it red. I was saying, you should see the state of my understanding comics. It's all chewed at the side and everything. And I'm just all going mad. Well, do you know, it's because I had a few, few runs through, you know. That's... Gibbon won. Hmm? Gibbon is it? Someone, that's about. But who else we got? Right. Daniel Klaus, he's usually the next one. Oh, yes. Yes, he is. Although, his. What's the deal with his stuff? It's. 
done through Jonathan Keep. Oh, that's probably... There's always the thing of... For, for a few years, there was always fantagraphics get, finding these artists and publishing their comics for years. And then about 10 or 15 years later, respectable book publishers like Jonathan Cape went, hey, we, we, sh- we can make money doing graphic novels. Right, go over there and get those <laughs> fantagraphics, guys. <laughs> so they went over to them with real money. Yeah. And they went, hey, come here. And they went, ah. Because <laughs> you know? both of them, like David Boring and... Some of them have actually left Fantagraphics to publish their new stuff with book publishers now as well. He isn't, though. I don't, I don't know, I've one, not kept up with him. Well, his most recent patience. one, Patience, is, yeah. was Fantagraphics. Right, okay, so he's... But my David Boring and my Ghost World are both Jonathan Cape. Yeah. But if you look at the logos, yes. they look like a mixture between Jonathan Cape and Fantagraphics. Yeah, see, that's what confused me about Ghost World. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I read that. that well, those, was... those books are collections of stories that were yeah. in hate book that Fantagraphics right, okay. published and because Fantagraphics published people they're not like Marvel and DC like they hire them to do something and then they own it all and they go right with page you piss off yeah they're just saying they'll publish it for them right okay and then Daniel Clubs is still sitting and owns it, all of it so he can put it so to he whoever can, he wants he gives it whoever he wants you know in Fantagraphics <laughs> can twiddle their thumbs I didn't know if it was maybe a case of I didn't oh, know if it was maybe a case of one was used to <laughs> one was used to Publish in the UK and the other one was in the US or something like that. No, I don't think so. I mean, it you, might be. I'm, I'm not. Because you get I don't that think now. so though. Because a lot of the British British companies, in fact, there was one, and it might have been Jonathan Cape. But there was one that about ten years ago was doing a lot of graphic novels. Okay. And then I saw somebody talking about it. Hey, what's going on with this? This story doesn't really work because I'm trying to remember the which public. <laughs> but, but they were saying like, what's going on with so and so? And then somebody went, yeah, well, the person that was doing it left the company, so there's nobody there now that cares about graphic novels. So that whole side of oh, things. Oh wow! I mean, you just need one person yeah. going for it, and then mm. we leave, and that's the end of it. So here's eight ball Dan Clowes. He he never. I always say this. I mean, I, I admire him and I like him, but he never grabbed me the way Peter Bug and the Hernandez brothers did. You know, See, that's just a personal <coughs> thing. He's, he's definitely one of my favourites. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I've got loads of eight ball. <laughs> Is one of these stories in here? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, their collections. <coughs> What's the, this the here, buddy? Is it funny? <laughs> yeah. Oh, could I borrow this? It look, I really like the art. That's mine. Yeah, you can. Oh, this? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, crack on, son. Sure, I've, yeah, that Peter Bag name. I'm sure I've seen it somewhere else. Yeah. I can't remember what I've. He's done a Peter lot of Bag's stuff. other stuff. It's one of my favourites. <laughs> Quite just handed me the answer. Peter <laughs> Bag's other stuff. Um, oh, maybe, oh, maybe this. Maybe yeah. I've read the story that he did with Alan Moore. Yeah. Featuring collaborators with Acro Alan Moore. Was that Kool-Aid man? He did that while in there. Okay, next up, Chris Ware. Chris Ware, Acme Novelty Library. Oh, Jimmy Corrigan. Jimmy Corrigan. He was another mind blower. This was like the 90s, Ben. So that came out, because I've got that, is that? That's a collection of, of these, yeah. I didn't realise there were yes. individual things oh, like yes. that. I know what right. It makes it more yes. fucking legible anyway, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Well, yeah, that was the size of some of that. That was a struggle. I've still not got that yet. I couldn't. I, it took me a long time to try and get through it because I could. Yeah, I was struggling. I was struggling. I mean, it's great. Yeah, but it, I've still not finished it because it's really hard to get through. So, do you know how many of them were? Well, that's still going as well. Oh. Yeah, I mean Jimmy Corrigan was one of the stories in it. There was a few different stories in it. Cowboy. So, so sorry, what's big, still going? He does the big collection ones as well, yeah, don't he? Yeah. You've got one, two, two. There's two of them. Two. Well, actually, there's three. Yeah. But you've got two. I've got three. What? Yeah. I forgot. I always forget the third one because that wasn't part of the, the run of the series. That was like a collection and then a load of extra stuff. So, do, do you remember Pob? The puppet that spat on the screen from t- in Channel 4 and got banned, banned on the television. This reminds me exactly of Paul, the laughing, spitting clown. There's, there's a poor guy with his face covered in spit. Right. Jimmy Corrigan has <laughs> still got an ongoing title? No. No, that's finished. No, Jimmy Corrigan's finished. So what's still so ongoing? Now, it, now it's different stories, in it? It's just the name of his series, The Archway Novelty Library, and there's always different stuff in it. Oh, Jimmy Corrigan was a story that ran in the first, I don't know, 10 issues or something. Mm. When? You came, the Christopher came to Edinburgh about five years ago, six years ago, for the Edinburgh Book Festival. That's fucking insane. And him and Joe Circle did a talk. I and mean, after it, they were shining stuff. So, so oh, you just cool. thought, oh, I'll just go up and get it signed and then not tell anybody it's sitting on the inside of the cover. <laughs> Well, it's so subtle no. you can miss it. Mm. I know. I mean, I couldn't have, when he signed it. I went, Do you know what? I can't believe you signed that like that. But it's just perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so you. Let's have a look. It's got the tiny little. Two David. Two David Chris Ware. And it signed it down at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's amazing. That's a nice touch, isn't it? Honestly, for a second, I was looking at it going, it's just been pretty good. <laughs> and then went no that's written yeah. what the fuck that's so good signed it like a, like a, an art piece I suppose so yeah. just a book is, is great motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> you, you see it that I'm so jealous <laughs> they, they also did anthologies along the way so I brought a couple of them I used to like this one but this one stopped a bit Duplex Planet Illustrated. So it's all about uh, in an old folks home. Oh, look at that. Vinyl record. Well, not vinyl, but a record. Flexi disc. Oh, wow. Mm. Oh. Freebie. Jimmy Carroll Black and the Grandmothers. That's like the Zappa band without Frank Zappa. But that's, uh, that's a nice freebie. In there. Have you looked that up on Discord? I know I haven't. Ah, no. be an interesting one to see if it's lit. <coughs> You could. Uh, These things were great, weren't they? Yeah. You put them on top of another record and then. Yeah. Great. So this is a great anthology. A lot of different great artists in here. And it's yeah, it's it's all stories that people in the old folks' form have, have told. And then this guy Dave Greenberger writes them, and it's loads of great artists drawn it. So that was a good Fantagraphics anthology. And then this was a good one as well. Real girl. Mary Fleener art. Yes. I've mentioned her before. Yes. She's love her stuff. She's the the artwork for Jimmy Corrigan is fucking amazing. Yes, mm. yeah. Because I love it on a kind of, on a 
technical drawing side as well from yeah. the engineering side yes perspective is some of it's just mm -hmm. it's all by hand and about yeah that's what gets yeah. me he does it to look so clinical how big yeah, yeah but so when huge. you say by hand it's not freehand i mean he's he's using rulers and stuff yeah I don't yeah Right, yeah. The margin, it must be. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, you mean physically it's all drawn yeah. by hand rather than plotted out by a computer, exactly. yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly what I meant. <laughs> I just didn't say it properly. His, his comics were a, another mind blower to me. When I, it was the big one, the big book of jokes. That's one of my favourite comics of all time. Absolutely. That one's getting saved when the house burns down. <laughs> Wait a minute. When? When? Yeah. <laughs> Next Thursday. <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't believe it. But, you know, through the 80s, 90s, and, well, they've, they've changed now, but their comics were just, for me, they were far ahead of anything else, you know. I mean, it was all your Spider-Man clone sagas and I had was going on <laughs> while I was reading this, you know. So I wasn't really doing it for me. Sorry if any big... Clone Saga fans in the house. No. <laughs> so it the comics. Not, not its proudest moment. <laughs> so the comic's called the Acme Novelty Library. That's what the That's right, the yeah. series is called, right? Yeah. It's quite a struggle in this as well. Yeah, the lighting. I'm not going to manage with that. Even with, but even the even, even with light. Even, <laughs> even the massive. I mean, really, every issue of that that came out was a different size. That was the other thing. Oh. It was like one was a book, one was like that. That was the closest it got to being a regular comic, oh. the first one. How would you like that as a librarian? I thought it was great. Yeah? You didn't mind the if you're putting them next to each other that they don't look alike? No, they don't go next to each other in any way at all. No. But the, even the really big ones, it's still full of tiny type like that. I mean, it's absolutely packed with type. I remember. The whole page is a tiny little writing. Yeah. Fucking hell. Remember you did the huge one in and going, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's killingly funny though. I mean, if you read it, it's worth it. Time, I'm not. Time will give them free with this one. I mean, it's a, it is absolutely beautiful. The, the really big one. It's got whole pages of of um, you know. It'll be like a load of tiny little pages, and it's like cut oh, out shit, and man. make a wee book. Yeah, it's like like Jeez. that, but it's an actual comic that you cut up. And then yeah. glue it together, and it's a wee comic book, and it's that's one page. I photocopied ah, it and it, made it. Now, <laughs> how did it go? Did it's it great? Yeah, it's a wee book, yeah. Now it makes sense that one of them covers will have been one of the things I've seen in here, mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. One of them, I think it's probably the rarest one. One issue of it, um, the title and and all around the the, the cover. It was like gold, um, you know, like engraved. Oh, the first right. printing of it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, beautiful. Ridiculous, really. But <laughs> Lovely, yeah, yeah, lovely. Really good. Is that yours? Yeah, that's just, that's all that's I've got. He just reminded me, that's just a collection of Jimmy Corrigan, but yeah, have a gander of that. This is you got your gigs. Else, yeah. Fucking magnifying glass. This book always fell apart when it came into the library. Yeah, I've because you got be guys like it. Tom that would sit and crack, crack the cracks mine. <laughs> that was me that did that as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst part. I was trying to be so careful oh, with that book when it just sitting there. Oh, 
I was trying to be so careful when Giuseppe gave me it, and the first time I opened it, it went. I was like, fuck. <laughs> Absolutely felt falls apart. Yeah, it does. That one in the libraries, anyway. You said that, mm. and I remember. You don't like a modern careful. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, right. Straight away. That five inch. And I messaged Giuseppe straight away and said, I'm broken your book, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel terrible. Here's another one. Carol Tyler. Now, I, I mentioned her recently. I'm to touch it. <laughs> the job thing. Stories about shitty jobs. <laughs> Carol Tyler. I mentioned she did The Soldier's Heart. Yeah, and that was it. And she's got yeah. the new one about the Beatles that I've not got yet, but I must get it. This was the first Carol Tyler thing I got. Talking about all the horrible jobs that she's had, and it's very funny. But you know, if you've done shitty jobs, as it says, you, you relate to this. I should probably read out some of the other graphics, I'm not, not finished yet. Yeah, oh, you're not. No, no, <laughs> no. Keep going. Yeah. <clears throat> Next up. <laughs> I thought you had to. No, I'm not done. Jim Woodburn. Frank. Um, oh, yes. nice. Yeah. Great. 90s or so. Excellent. Beautifully drawn. Very psychedelic dream kind of stuff. Jim Moodring. Terrific. I'll bash on to the next one. By the time, by the Robert time, Crumb, that? Yeah, Robert Crumb. By the time you got to the 90s, they were. They had Robert Crumb and Aileen Kaminsky. Aileen Kaminsky Crumb. And they're doing this self loathing comics. <laughs> is that me? <laughs> oh my god, it is. <laughs> And this is great as well. So this is him and his wife doing this comic. And they're both great, so it's a really good read. Day in the life. Where would you pick up them comics? And were these comics <coughs> readily available in most comic shops? Or was it something that you had to get in? Well, where am I going? It's probably the same as it is now. Oh, I don't know. I probably shouldn't say that. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't Personally, be, I would have got some... this because I ordered it. Right. Ah, yeah. In Dundee. Here's another one then. I'll just bust through them and part show them around. Raisin Pie. Ariel Bordeaux and Rick Holter got. And this is Rick Holter got did did this character Doofus. And I just love the art. It's well written. Brilliant. Love it. I do love a comic that you have to flip over. So yeah. we'll find the graphics quite they could be quite risque. Oh, yeah, anything they want, anything yeah. goes, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, their stuff. That's why Chrome could like. It was from that thing of like assuming that comics were art, never for adults, and they were going to do the best comics in the world, you know. So they weren't worried about anything like, oh, someone says shit on that page or something. Yeah, you know, fuck, they were way beyond that, you know. Someone writes down the word bum and that's it. Oh, you know. That could sit. That's <coughs> hardcore, that. Yeah. Well, were they, Bond, were they affected by the regulation? You know how yeah, the Marvel and DC... No, they just didn't submit it under the comics code authority. The end. Ah, so that's that, how you can get away with it. That's how you get away with it. You just didn't send it to them. <laughs> <laughs> and go, see that? Fuck that. <laughs> so I didn't realise that that's how it kind of worked. Well, when you had like big big companies like Marvel and DC Aye. putting out kids superhero things, they, they were having to do it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Until of course they just decided <coughs> not to do it as well eventually. Like with Vertical. But they took like... another thirty years to just wait a minute, why don't we just stop <laughs> doing this? You know? But they were never interested yeah. in that. 
They do have the wee thing written on the back with some of them, mature readers, you know. So we, so you don't get scared. <laughs> so, yeah. that, so that's Black Hole, Charles Burns. That, oh, you I got, love that front cover. You got one of them every year. So I remember amazing. I was buying this for about so 10 good. years, that series, until it finished. It was only one a year? Yeah. You know, that appears in a, in a Planet of the Apes film, one of yeah. the new ones. Yeah. So what, that comic? That issue? No, the, the, it's like the big collection. Oh, There's right. There's kids reading it. It just... It, it says mature readers. Yeah, it confuses the hell out of me as well because he shows it to the ape as if, like, look at this lovely book that I'm reading. And I'm like, that ape, would, yeah, that ape would take one look and go, you fucked, kill him. Yeah. Kill him. This is actually pretty insane, this one. Mm-hmm. This is really enjoyable. Yeah, Jim Budding's genius. And he, uh, he doesn't... Doesn't use a lot of words. It's as all well, that, which is yeah. The Frank stuff, most of it's kind of visual. The whole story is mm. just things happening. Recollections or imagination? Do you think? What is that? Recollections of uh, mushroom trips. Oh, he has, or, he uh, has hallucinations and all yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. DMT. Okay, here's my hyperdimensional next one. elves and all that shit. Ah, oh, probably. Yeah. Fan- <laughs> did. Uh, they had Kim Thompson was one of the co-owners. <clears throat> he was well into all the European stuff and spoke loads <coughs> of languages and things. So you got a lot of good translated stuff. And that's how I got into Louis Trondheim. And uh, the Nimrod. Uh, Louis Trondheim was absolutely brilliant. When was this coming out? I'm often looking at these and get I got a bit of a scare when I looked at one of these and it said 2002. You know, you had the idea that, yeah, that was about seven years ago. Maybe. <laughs> 2002 still feels like not that long ago. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> I always think that. Anything after about the year 2000 feels yeah, vaguely like now. Yeah. 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 It's fucking what, beautiful. Yeah. What I'm going to do is I'm going to pass this to you and tell you to look at it from start to finish. Because uh, I, I, make, I make the mistake sometimes of starting from the back or in the middle so that I don't follow the story. But looking at this one, I wish I'd started from page one. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it looks like it's written backwards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's great as well. His writing is really smart and funny. The artwork's great as well. Okay, here's my last book. Another translated one. Jacques Tardy, War of the Trenches, First World War. This is this is more. The thing with most of these I've brought in are issues, you know, but Fantagraphics, the last 15, 20 years, have moved more into collections, hardback books. Because, the, you know, they can't really make money or keep it going yeah. with, the, with the issues. They do, um, they do actual... Just book publishing as well, don't they? Yeah, fact. Yeah, well, they're actually called Fantagraphics books, books yeah. nowadays. Yeah, might have always been called that. I'm probably not right at the beginning when they did comics journal. They're still into. But tardy. They're still trying to as well. into being as alternative as possible, though. Well, what I understand, like they they've had like been That's plenty really of trouble yeah. for, forever, forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. Well, they've never like made. They've spent decades not publishing things yeah. to have big hits. You know, yeah, they just yeah. thought this is absolutely brilliant. We're publishing this, you know. And then it sold nothing, <laughs> and then like let's do another one. 
and then, there, and then, there, and there, then there was that and I've, I've told I've told you guys before but I, I do remember on their website it must have been about 2003 on the when the bulletin board was on I just went on and one of them and it was like you know announcement it said we need £60,000 by, by next Monday or we are going out of business you know and it was like well, whoever it was that was distributing them or printing them or someone went bust they lost everything Jesus. all the books that were due that was it tough shit there was no company there to do it for them they needed 60 grand by Monday wow. or they were going to be finished and, and they wrote so if you've been thinking about buying stuff yeah. please do it before Sunday cause, or, or Monday you're not going to be able to yeah. yeah. so they had to do it to raise this 60 grand to keep going and I was I do remember that because I thought I'm going to Dude, I went on and bought a bunch of stuff, yeah, yeah. you know, because they'd given me so much, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming they managed it, though. Yeah, they did, yeah. But they've had a couple of things. <coughs> um, they were going to go bankrupt before that, and then they started up the Eros comics, which was all the porn comics. And <laughs> so, <laughs> so this one, no, no, yeah. that, this was like porn comics. Oh, is that when they started doing Eros. like... Um, I'm near Buffy the Vampire Lair and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know any of the titles, but they were shit. They did they loads, just, Yeah, it was loads and, of and like it's most of what they sold, and it kept the company going, so they could. Yeah. You know that it's was it. Didn't there. you buy any just for posterity? They, like? they the... There was one time. I I went into the bargain books or complete works or whatever it was called in Edinburgh. Just for a look, because I always do. And I went in and up at the back on the top shelf, it was like Eros. And I thought, holy shit, there's, there's loads of Eros comics that somehow been dumped on this this uh, second hand, no second hand, you know, the Remainders bookshop. Right. So I thought, oh, right, I'll have a look at this. Because, you know, I don't think it's comics with sex in them. Come on, it's going to be good, you know. <laughs> so I'm looking through it and they were fucking <coughs> rank. They were terrible. You know, I just could, I didn't even buy one, yeah. which did surprise me. <laughs> There was one good Eros one. The, the Hernandez brothers did one, a three-issue series, and it's actually good. And it's actually in, it's in continuity with Love and Rockets as well. <laughs> and it's absolutely full of fucking. It's just full of. <laughs> it's great. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Luba kind of Is stuff that the one that's just... I'm trying to remember the name one. That's terrible. It's gonna bug me. Yeah, I'll come back when I stop thinking about it. I'll get it. Um, yeah, and then later they did uh, all the the peanuts, all the great peanuts collections. Yeah, yeah. One of them a year, and that that solved their money problems for a good twelve years or something. So you know, they just reissue them every now and then as well. I've seen a couple of them with different covers and whatnot now as well. Exact mm. same collections, exact same years and stuff, but they've yeah. just changed the, the covers for them. Mm. As, as a lot of companies do. So that's just some of the fantagraphic stuff. <laughs> yeah, just half their back catalogue. <laughs> no, no. I'm glad There's you had some. more than that. <laughs> <laughs> do you actually have a lot more? Yeah. Well, I always thought they were just way and above and better than, yeah. than anything else that was out there. A discerning, uh, a discerning consumer. Good. It's them that have got the crazy um, submissions page, isn't it? Yeah, love it. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it's someone like uh, pl- yeah. Please send us your submissions. You know, 
so we'll we'll print your stuff you know we we published they've always got this thing we published the best cartoonist in the world they've always got that arrogance yeah yeah, yeah. but then it's like what are you saying that for arrogant bastards and then they're like yeah <laughs> Charles Schultz, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Crumb. You know, it's this, Hernandez Brothers, and it's this list of fuck. You're and then they're wrong. like, so if you think your work can stand alongside these, we'll publish it as well. Please send it in, you know. It just terrifies yeah. you. Yeah, You're yeah. like, oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that, the guy that did uh, The End of the Fucking World, mm. he was approached by them, wasn't mm-hmm. he? It wasn't the other way around. Yeah. Which I... Yeah, he did that as a mini comic. Yeah, he drew that on and then photocopied it and sent it out through the mail for like two dollars at each issue. Wow! And did like twelve of them. I've never read. I haven't read it yet. Yeah, I've read bits of it now. That it's out there. Yeah, they they collected it after the fact and put it into that hardback book. It's amazing. Like, don't get me wrong, it's incredible, right? The story's incredible, though, what happened. But but I feel if he had submitted that on his own, I don't think it would have... Oh, you think you're right, yeah, probably. Because they approached him, it's Mm -hmm. totally different. But if you to look at it, you'd be like, it doesn't look like something that would be submitted. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, you know what I mean? They had that amazing thing, you know, after the... uh, I think it was after the, their whole we're going to shut down unless you spend money with us. Mm-hmm. And then they got money. Sorry, I'm just still... And then they... Um, they're good, aren't they? Yeah. And then... <laughs> so they had a bit of money to spend on stuff. And I remember one of the first things they put online after it was this photo. <laughs> and it was... We bought a new dumpster bin, you know, outside. And it was a photo. We, we just bought this with, with uh, you know, the money thanks everybody and it said keep sending us your mini comics <laughs> <laughs> we love getting them wow <laughs> I was like holy shit way to slap you in the face you know <laughs> sometimes that, that that level of arrogance works though doesn't it oh, especially yeah. for what if, they're, if, they're, if they're backing yeah, it up yeah. with, the, with the, good, <laughs> the best stuff really fucking hell yeah <laughs> amazing I think they're great. Yeah. Really do. They've, they've changed a bit, and, and so I don't buy as much as I used to. I miss the days of the... You know, they put up a new issue, and it looked amazing, so you bought the first one, you know, and then maybe you th- you thought it was great, or maybe... You, but now it's like everything's a $30 book, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the way everything's gone in general with the comics. It's all... It's harder to find a cheap, amazing thing that you picked up for a pound or something nowadays. Yep. Oh, so there you go. Panographics. You basically covered them all. Yeah, yeah, even, yeah. I think he was. You can have a cup of tea now. Literally, the only other ones I was going to mention were uh, Fanny Bukowski. Mm-hmm. See, that's more up to date. Yeah, yeah. You, you've got some more up to date stuff. Yeah. That's Fanny Bukowski. Uh, the one that Olivia brought, uh, My Pretty Vampire, by yes. Kate Skelly. Um, what else? Her Palestine. Family Tree. Hip Hop Family Tree, Ed Pusker. That yep. was nice as well. Uh, Usagi Jimbo, up oh, to yeah. volume 7. Yeah, brilliant. And, like you said, Robert Crumb, <coughs> Fritz Cat. The rabbit by the, mm. the samurai. Yeah, neither of that. Do you remember the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? He had a guest appearance on that. Yeah. He was a samurai rabbit. No. It's, it's, it's really really put those two things together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like it would be a laugh, but it's, it's quite highbrow. Yeah, it's quite serious. Yeah. Yeah. Very serious. There's the War of the Worlds one was great. I got that. 
Alright. You Saji Zimbo versus the Martian. Yeah. That was brilliant. I he, chopped, he chopped him, you know, the, he chopped him with his sword. Yeah. It was great. Cut him off the back. tentacles and a bit. I'm seaweed out. Oh, seaweed. <laughs> I might dig in. Why was the beach wet? Oh, fuck it. I don't know. Why was <laughs> the beach wet? Because the seaweed. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, at least I haven't mentioned Big Barda this time. Oh, oh fuck yes, that's it. Yes, yes. Yeah. Do you know who Big Barda is? I don't. Do you like Jack Kirby? Uh, yeah. Mister Miracle, Jack Kirby's wife. Yeah. Well, the other way around. Jack Kirby, Mister Miracle's wife. But probably based on Jack. Jack Kirby is Mister Miracle's wife. <laughs> <laughs> Are you not following this? <laughs> you know who Big Barda is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've made it quite Female clear foods. for the past two years. Oh. We're, at, we're at the uncomfortable pervy stage of the program. <laughs> <laughs> That's but usually just let's, 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 let's all show off some books instead. <laughs> um, what, have you brought something? I got some bargains at a car oh, sale. Cool. Why'd you yeah. find them all? T- do, uh, who are these people that are selling shit like that? We went there. And it was funny. We went and it was raining. No, no, no. Hey, tell yeah, me. We, we went Does anyone was... sell vinyl there? Yeah. Yeah, loads of them. Yeah. Loads of them, yeah. But but like, you, you cheap. Really, you really have to have a dig through, though, because a lot of them is... It's fucking you get loads of copies. Shite. Saturday yeah. Night Fever. It's, uh, yeah. Um, loads of what, sorry? Saturday Night Fever. Oh, right. Or really shitty, like, bootleg... Pericoma. Bootleg... Fleetwood Mac or um, uh, yeah like just shit reissue mm. things like greatest oh yeah oh, I, like um, look at, I, I need to go to that fucking Mac. Uh, what's the or Jim Reeves loads of fucking yeah. Jim Reeves <laughs> Jim's last gentleman Jim Reeves just shite um, but you can get some good stuff I mean I've walked away with a, a couple of bowies before but they're not like professional mm. record sellers they're no. just people that yeah. are getting into that shit just, in the loft right? with, with these. Oh. nobody um, knows where Bowie went Oh no. Purgatory. How was about that, eh? Nobody knows where the fuck he went. He's a miss. That was a nice little touch. <laughs> that was a nice little mystery. Though, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that was class. I understand that reference. You're, um, <laughs> you're like, what's he talking about? There must be another comic of no right. <laughs> I don't know oh, what wait, the fuck you're about. I I'm so now still that was mine. <laughs> um... <laughs> No, we went and uh, it started raining, so we knew when we got there that there was only going to be like three or four people or something. It was, there was only about ten people or something in this massive field, um, but two of them were selling comics. You got some goodies? Yes, yeah, so I picked up a few of these. I oh, nice up, uh, touch. A nice uh, Eagle Comics, Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd. Uh, I've not actually, actually had them open yet, so just crack mm. on in. Um, I am the law. I haven't, I haven't actually had a, a good look at them yet, so... Smash on in, have a, have a look, I'll mm. just start passing them around by the way. Um, I caught a fuck, this one caught my eye, something yeah, fierce. Yeah. Oh, wow. New wow. Nice bit of Darwin Cook, but a lovely Green Lantern cover. Nice one, Tom. Very cool cover. Well, you can't even have a That is Brian Bolland, isn't it? Cover. Yeah. Did you see about him last week, Brian Bolland? No. Image Comics. Mm. What? what? Yeah, Image Comics did a book, The Art of Brian Bolland, about 10 years ago. Uh-huh. And they wrote to him and said, you know, 
<laughs> you know, it's costing more money for us to store these than it is, you know. So basically, they're going to pulp them, you know. Fuck. Because so they're not selling. Because they're not selling. <laughs> They've been sitting on them for 10 years. So he was going to buy a hundred of them and then sell them to people for so much or something. Before Size, the, I think it was whatever. like 4,000 of them that were going to pulp them. Fuck. And you just think, man, Brian, come on, great artist. You know? Yeah. yeah. But obviously, the, the economics are not working out for image. You know, It's not like it's been a hasty decision. It was 10 years ago. I mean, how much is the book that the cat... I think cat- it was like $30. I mean, it's a really... It's a nice book, right. The Art of Brian Bond, yeah. Jeez. Um, but yeah, uh, I think these. Oh, look at that Tarzan! I'm yeah. always sort of interested in Tarzan comics. These the um, the New Frontier and these ones were fifty p each. That's great, eh? And the two two thousand ADs, well, the Judge Red and the two thousand AD and a Simpsons comic <coughs> were. They were they were fifty p each as well. That's actually, good, yeah, yeah. When I think about it. Uh, oh, it's Ron Smith inside. Judge Dredd. He's Is good. It? I like him. Oh, you know they always stretch this out though to make it fit the American sized pages. Yeah. Because the 2000 ADs were more square yeah. like format. Oh right. Is that why? So <coughs> bike's got a massive fuck off wheel. His bike. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've changed the dimensions. <coughs> everything. There's a bit of Steve Dillon. I think. That nice him. Yeah. Yeah, everything's just a bit longer than you might expect. Yeah. Love the early 2000 um, adverts inside as well. Yeah. <laughs> so this is... Oh, that was great. Plastic Man. Kyle Baker. I that one nipple there. Read that. Read that now. Read, read it now. <laughs> hmm. I thought it was Plastic Man. You read that. Haven't. Kyle Baker's Plastic mm-hmm. Man. That was brilliant. But I couldn't believe it. 50p each. That's good. That's incredible. incredible. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. <clears throat> Do you have a lot of comics collection? Uh, it's growing now. Yeah. Um, nice. but it's mainly recent stuff. Uh huh. Honestly, what stuff. do you like nowadays? Uh, what have I been reading? Uh, there's a lot of people I've literally met through cons. So people like John Tucker. Uh huh. Absolutely love his stuff. Um, Just on a sunbeam was fantastic that I read that came yeah, out last, last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. Um, Russell Marco was from Gateway City. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Um, I'm trying to think what else I've been reading at the moment. I've got some comics with me which I'll go through. Cool. So, because he cannot be with us today, I brought Nick Prolix's mm-hmm. tutorial, which is wonderful. Have you still got mine? Yeah. Yeah, cool. I just need reminded sometimes of who's got yeah. what. <laughs> yeah, I love them. Can I borrow them as well? I borrow them. Yeah, totally, man. Mm-hmm. I want I Brett the Spine. I'll go for it, sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Obviously, he's got his Kickstarter going on for book four now as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, got a, I got a sneaky wee look at that. Has everyone seen it all? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. And then... It's like an old Yelan comedy yeah, or something, eh? Oh, I just, okay. you know what, it, it's, 
fifties. Yeah, I'd say that it's it, it does have a, a sort of running through story in it as well. But you, it is well, there's, like, there's, there's 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 lots of them going through. Yeah, as well. mm. it's it is it's very much it's like very Love and Rockets. Yeah, in that you can just dive in anywhere, anytime, and just go in and out of the story whenever you please. You don't necessarily have to follow it along if you don't want to. You can just admire what's happening from afar, kind of thing with them, and then. You're quite content just to keep going through it. Yeah, yeah. You don't necessarily have to, but if you do, there is like proper plot threads going through with the characters. But it's very sort of mundane, everyday stuff. It's it's great. Yeah, I love it. And he's just got such a nice style to him as well. Oh. There's a bit towards the end of that one. It says many thanks to blah blah. It says David Robertson. I've forgotten something. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it must be some other David Robertson in this. <laughs> In the, in the first one. You know, the first Fred Egg yeah. comics in brackets after. Yeah. No? No, no, it's not me. Uh, I just I thought, oh, look, just for half a second of it. Thanks, Prolix. What David Rose. I'm going to find it, yeah. Was that no. hallucinating? <laughs> was my ego made <laughs> you've been sitting being like thanks to me Great, funnily enough fantastic. there was a Fantastic Four with Stan Lee thanked me at the end of it the other day thanks to David Robertson he said maybe it's me maybe I've lost my mind let's have a look it's number one maybe it's uh, it was the digital one I was reading maybe you tampered with it did you was it there it's right there yeah yeah Thank you to the, my patrons <coughs> who help support me, such as Dave Robertson. Are you a patron? No. Oh, well, it's not you. But I mean, you're, I said you're welcome. Yeah. You know, I said you're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy the comic. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I gave you money. Um, um, other one I brought along with me was one I grabbed from uh, one of my uh, good friends, Andy, who at um, MCM Birmingham. Right. Couldn't get a t- I didn't get a table this uh, this year for it, but I went along just to see my friends. Mm-hmm. And this is he runs uh, Horde Comics, and he's got an anthology oh, out yeah. um, where I think he's written all of the stories, but he's got some lots of different artists oh, to do it. Yeah, um, but what I really like about it, they're really really short stories, mm-hmm. but they feel as though they are set in like big worlds. Okay. So they may cut off at a point where you think it could go anywhere. Right. It's really, really good. And the art is fantastic. And he's got some brilliant artists in there. Um, and it's all, like, so varied as well. So you've got, like, what could be a sort of zombie story, but it doesn't explicitly say. Mm. It's just yeah. a tiny story set in this world where something has happened. Yeah. Um, and then you've got these stories, like... Oh, my God. Yeah these explorers in Egypt and they're going through uh, sarcophaguses or sarcophagi and they're opening it and all the mummies in it from like different eras hmm. it's not explained hmm. I like that I like a wee bit of mystery behind but them. it's yeah yeah no it's really 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 good the queen is on the front reading the comic <laughs> I was going to say the old reading issues of the comic, but no, that one's horrible. And you brought your own as well? I did, because I'm a shill. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd brought them anyway, but 
think these are my two latest ones. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen Swain Fever yet. That was my 24-hour comic from like 10 years ago. Was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was that on your website? Mm, possibly. It may still be on my website, yeah. <laughs> I went through um, I went through your whole website a while back, and um, I think I might have read it then, yeah, if that's yeah. the case. It, yes, it's, 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 it's the one that was on there. Because uh, I got a lot of an online freebie. <laughs> <laughs> Is something like that? Is something like that drawn once and then you've copied it? Uh, that yeah, that was drawn once. Yeah. I think. I think that that one I I tried to get done in a month. Because mm. I was like, that's. Nice. They're all I did. Yeah. I was like, wow. Like that that copied that, that that book came from essentially um, one of the guys from the awesome comics podcast. Dan um, was looking for pun names for superheroes. Right, so I just came up with chlorophyll, mm-hmm. um, and then from that I just came up with the story, and it's like, okay, I'm doing this, <laughs> and then I need to get this, 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 this ready to 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 come out at the end of the last year. I noticed that because he's got um, was it butchers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, after spotting that butchers, I started then looking through the whole thing, being like, right, why else is in the back? I think there's one, going? there's one more in there. Yeah. Um, for uh, JT's news agents, mm-hmm. after John Tucker. Oh, right. Just to confirm, John, <laughs> it is named after you. Anybody been reading anything else recently? I've been reading, you know, those mm. conversations books, collections of interviews with comics people. Oh, really? Yeah, good. There's an Alan Moore one, I've been reading that, and a Dave Sim one. Nice. So I've been getting a wee break from Ursula Ligaman. Yeah. yeah. I like to read a few books at once, as you know. Yeah, mm. same. It's all the same. I said that to somebody the other day, and they were really confused as to how you can read. How you keep track. Yeah, the people don't understand how you can read so many things at the same time. I've got about three or four different books on the go. I like to read books for years. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do. I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. Well, like I, I just feel like I've lost the battle with it. Well, like I just said with preacher. It's the same. It's the same basic principle. Like I'll read maybe one and then be like uh, hesitant to go forward, but then I will read it. Yeah, I will go forward. Yeah, bit by bit, and it'll take years. I think my record was uh, Star Maker, uh, and I, I read that for nine years. <laughs> I think I'm on my third year of Dracula. No. That is a difficult one to read. I'm on my third mm. year of the Stand. The thing is, if you if you bring it out that long, like yeah. I mean, I won't be able to fucking remember the past two <laughs> years. It's gone on. But you don't need to remember every detail, though. No, no, but general plot line. I do remember. <laughs> it do comes remember. back to you. Right. Yeah. You go, where am I again? I could, I could probably, if you, if you were to ask me, I could probably give you the, the basic points of the stand from the start to where I am at the minute. Fair play. Yeah, but enough, that, I couldn't that... tell you one thing about Star Maker. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but that's different to. I won't classify you uh, uh, your your reading of Preacher as taking years because it ain't like you've got them and you're not reading them. Or one volume is taking. It's like one page a day. That's what I mean by. I assume that's what you mean for reading it for a long time. You, you're actually literally still. No, I mean I read it and I'm reading it, but I'm getting into it for a bit, and then like I just put it down and 
forget about it for a while. Ah, right. And it's like nine months later, and I go, oh, yeah, yeah, stop oh, it. Right, yeah. Okay. And I open it again and go, oh, yeah, right. Yeah. So it's in little bits over nine years, you know. <laughs> I did do other things in those nine years. I did the uh, Starlands Warlock. Yeah, love that. That took me a while. It took me a good year to get through. Oh, speaking of Warlock, when's Adam Warlock appearing in the Marvel Universe? Oh, Guardians 3. Should Is he? Be. Yeah, that was always the plan. As far as Gar- Gar- now, that Je- now that James Gunn is back. Ah, you know, this is, okay, I've got... I've got no interest in these films, right? But funnily enough, Guardians 2 was on in yeah. my house at the weekend. Not because I and? put it on. <laughs> so was it was it? just on, and yeah. so I was kind of ignoring it. And it. But then it got to the end. Yeah. And uh, you saw the... Uh-huh. And the gold women sitting going, yes, blah, 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 blah. That's the next stage in our evolution and all that. And then it cut, and there was the cocoon, you yeah. know. And they went, oh, there's Saddam Warlock's cocoon, you know. Yeah. And then, and then, and then I walked back and went, "Oh, right, no, she's gold, you know, you know," because I hadn't been paying attention to it. <laughs> so that, yeah, and then I thought, it's just, why the fuck would that mean anything to anybody that hadn't read Adam Warlock comics when they were eight? Yeah. That's the only <laughs> circumstance I could think that little scene you'd go, "Fuck, there's Adam Warlock's cocoon." If you're a regular person. Why would you give a fucking shit <laughs> about that scene? I like that though. It's it's like at the end of the first Avengers where you finally finally reveal Thanos. It's like to anyone out, to to you to your yeah. average movie guy, they have no idea who that guy is. Yes, yeah, so, but so why, why this is because this it's happening? Because it's it's, it's for us. Yeah. <laughs> it's just going <gasps> I don't get it. You just get infuriated with the films for do you know, I just don't understand how whatever happened. I mean, right from the word go though, with that first X Men film. Mm. Now that was ages ago now at this point. But when that came out, I thought yeah. mm. I thought, oh there's a there's an X-Men film, you know, I'll go and see that. As a kid I would have loved that. Well yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I'd read all that yeah. and blah blah. And then we came out and it was a hit. I remember it was a hit and I thought, why is that a hit? Why I don't understand why why anyone has <laughs> Going to see a film about a guy that knives come at his hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just didn't understand why any regular human being wanted to go and see that film. I mean, and what, it was... 2001 would have been 14? That was my demographic. That was great. Well, sure, yeah, yeah. it makes sense. That's yeah, yeah. awesome. You're 14, he's got knives. Yeah, That's great. Fantastic. You can stab people yeah. with him. Mm. But then why it would be a big hit is beyond me. Mm. I think and so I guess that's been in my mind ever since. What's we more... Baffling for me is Marvel Studios itself because they let off, led off with Iron Man, yeah. which is like a C lister. Well, that's all that, that, at that point. It? Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. that's all they had. It's so but off. People mm. loved it. Mm. I mean, what's that all about? So? No, it's definitely not. What's the fuck? Iron Man was a piece of shit. I mean, it was fucking amazing to me how crap it was. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Some yeah. one of the fans of the well, third yeah, one, and a lot of people I didn't like I mean, the third one. I liked the third one the first time I watched it. Um, because. <laughs> <laughs> but upon seeing it a second time, I'm like, actually, knowing the twist and things mm. like that. Yeah. But I liked it because throughout all the advertising, mm-hmm. they were tricking the viewer. Yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah. that's what essentially they were doing in the movie. Mm-hmm. So I liked that. I, that um, I really like them as. I, 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 I enjoy them. I yeah. really do enjoy them. I can't, I can't not, say that I don't enjoy them. They're not like thought pieces. Or yeah, anything. yeah. They, it's just, they are, you my, know. my only problem is that because they do so well, it's like Hollywood have just forgotten every other kind of film. Yeah. And it's now just like, right, if it's got a superhero and I put it out, if it's got the, if it's got anything to do with 
some sort of comic title, put it out, and they won't acknowledge anything else. So people mm-hmm. have got original scripts and original films that want to put out, and it's like, nah, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. Has it got a superhero? Has it got a top-rated actor in it? Nah, fuck off. And that's it. And it's so gutting mm-hmm. because there's so many good films that could be coming out, and they do come out. Don't get me I was going to say, I mean, you've still got things like um, <laughs> like Us, which has just come out, mm-hmm. and, and and Get Out. Obviously, yeah. they they were very like. But that's <laughs> horror's always going to do well. Horror's always going to come out. Horror's always going to be something yeah. that people do. And it finds that niche market. It just so happens that Jordan Peele has done so well in subverting it. And he kind of, he came out round about the same time as like Black Panther and everything as well. And it, was, it, 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 it still the same. proves to Hollywood that a, a predominantly black cast or mm-hmm. black-led movie can do fantastically well. Yeah. Which was never, like, they, they were like, oh no, it won't, it won't sell. Actually, yeah. you know, here's the proof it does. Yeah. And now, like, Black Panther is one of the biggest. I fucking love that film. Yeah. I really Fantastic. do love that film. It helps that it was actually a good movie as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. Just the, the, uh, but I, I get where you're seen Starman yeah, this week, about 25 Starman. years too long. Never that. seen it, yeah. Music's gonna be. Starman. Was that, sorry? Starman. Oh, Starman. yeah. yeah. Uh, with, uh, what's in there? Who's that famous actor in it? Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Oh, really? Brilliant. That's great. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. And it's before good. that, I saw They Live, which I really love, and I'd watched that's that a few amazing. times. Yeah. And uh, Under the Silver Lake, which is a new film. Have you heard of that? No. Nope. I'm kind of losing it with new films, to be honest. I've been watching older stuff. Or Scanners recently. Did you actually get through it now? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't fall asleep. Um, I was too tired the first time I stuck it on and I just kept going, fuck, not being able to get through it. So I watched it from the start right through and it was great. Um, but I watched Ghost Stories. Mm. Was that with Martin Freeman? Freeman, yeah. No, wasn't okay. it? No, no. I don't know. New new horror and stuff just doesn't have, have it for have me. Have you seen what was the Netflix series, um, Haunting on the Book? No, no, no. Fantastic. Right, okay. One of the best pieces of horror I've seen because it's not just about the horror. Yeah. My pal, my, yeah. my mate actually really enjoyed it and he doesn't like anything like that. Yeah, yeah. And he sort of said to me, you need to check this out. So, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give it a shout. There's, well, there's a lot of different people have said it. It's does, kind of... It doesn't focus on jump scares too much. Just makes you feel sort of on edge. Yeah. Right, I like that. That's but there is literally one scene in it in one of the episodes that I had to turn I, I was like, I turned off, nope. <laughs> I had to calm down just for, for, for a good five minutes just because I was not expecting it. Right. It's a bit like uh, the head scene in Jaws. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. That's the one yeah. a lot of people, including myself, kind of cringe What's at. that scene again? Yeah. Uh, uh, Dreyfus's character dives into the water when they find the wreck Ben Gardner's boat right. yeah and they swim under the boat and he sees a hole and he's like he finds a great white sharp tooth and he's about to pick it up and he's, he's like putting his torch around and then all of a sudden the head just like whoo, flashes out of nowhere and the music is so loud that yeah. you're guaranteed to like it's jump and eye and everything as well yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah. well that's, that's what horror does a lot it's like you know when the jump scares how my graphic music is gone yeah. Yeah. I, I watched that when I was about three years old it's happening so you know it's, go, it's going to happen yeah. so I'm a big fan of the Hammer horrors I, yeah. I liked Peter Cushion yeah. and uh, Christopher Lee all that taps and shit oh yeah but um, but uh, on my, my, one of my favourite recent Christ horror films is Zombievers. Has anyone watched that? No. <laughs> it's part porn, part horror. 
there was a program you'll laugh yourself the start of it brilliant fucking freaked me out man what was it the one with the armchair where Shadow sits in it do you remember Um, that that wasn't strange but true was it Stop. Tales of the Unexpected <laughs> was where that woman. Yeah. Uh, oh, that, that gave me the creeps. That's Tales of the Unexpected where there was that yeah. silhouette of yeah. that woman. Yeah, that but was. But no, there was another program which was kind of. Unless it's the same one. But it's like there's an armchair and a telly. And a shadow yeah. comes and sits in the armchair. And every time it's like, oh, what fucking hell. You're describing it and I'm going. <laughs> yeah, man, it's getting me. I was like, I don't know, maybe six, five, watching yeah, it. Yeah, but seriously unexpected. See that ending bit with the silhouette of the lassie? Because, yeah. like, the the, the yeah, gambling roulette thing in the background, and then you saw skulls and flames. But the way the lassie was dancing, that was actually quite yeah. intimidating for, uh, for like, a six or seven-year-old watching. Yeah. It was her movement, and yeah. and you saw... Why, is she not dancing sexually? I remember it to no. be kind of a bit of a... No, it was no. more, it was no, more it frightening. Was, yeah, yeah, it was supposed to be... Oh, was it? it? She's actually... Let me take it as I take how you will. She's actually a very attractive woman because I saw her getting interviewed recently and I was thinking, my goodness, how on earth could she look so intimidating? But it's just because it's all, like, silhouetted. Yeah. yeah. I and remember it, keep, it kind of being kaleidoscopic in colours. Is it not I like that? Was Tales of the Unexpected a bit like Black Mirror or... No. Is it kind of a, an early version of Black Mirror without being able to be that... Yes, in a way, Twilight Zone esque. Right. Yeah. I oh, guess. right. Yeah. Oh, more Twilight Zone, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, they're all kind of the same. Yeah. It's just that Black Mirror I mean, has a theme of. Yeah, it's like focused on technology. Yeah. Predictive programming. That's strange but true, man. Well, scarred me as a kid. Because it was, it, was, it, was, it was in the title, Strange But yeah. True. Yeah. So they're like, shit, this shit has happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still always remember one, it was like a couple went to a village. On their holiday, and they, they went and like they were met by all these like really nice flowers and everything as they were coming in, and they had a great day out in this village. And they went away back to their caravan or their hotel or whatever, and they went to go back to the village the next day. And when they went back, all the flowers were dead. the Jeez. The town was completely derelict. All the shops were all boarded up. And they spoke to somebody that was there and was like, well, "What happened here?" And it's like, "Oh, the town dried up years ago." Yeah. And all this kind of stuff. And it's like, "Well, we're here yesterday." And, they mentioned a couple of people and they were like, oh, he hung himself and stuff like yeah. that. I was like, and the pity of me is like, oh, I don't like this. I was sitting as a kid on the yeah. sofa behind my dad going, <laughs> <laughs> just like totally petrified and they're being like, oh, it's fun. And I'm like, is it fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I remember one, one episode as well of that where they were in this uh, like haunted mansion or whatever mm-hmm. and it's never ever like mentioned but these, this couple go down a corridor and there's a suit of armour yeah, and then they go back down the corridor, and it's it's moved on the other side, and there's now a knife in the wall. <laughs> yes, it's not mentioned at all, but it's just there, and for some reason that freaked me out so much. I remember well, that one so vividly, even more so because they didn't mention it. When you said haunted yeah. mansion, I'm straight away like, there's going to be a knife in the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was that was that a pro? What period is this? Oh, 90s? 90s, yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, was, was it um, current to then, or was it a, a re-airing of older? No, no it, was it, was current, current, it was a current Oh, thing. yeah, so it's not yeah. the show was, that I'm on about. What was the guy that presented it again? Oh, I can't remember. Outro or intro? <laughs> the, uh, intro, we're getting, yeah. We're getting the theme tune. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm curious to see what the fuck. Mm. <laughs> Is there a couch to hide behind? Do you know that's on every day on Sky Arts or whatever? Oh, no, open it up. Tales of the Unexpected. 
Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> She's aged well, aren't she? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glued to the TV. You know, it's Sunday night and we'll have to get ready for bed for school tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, you can't tell me that's not fucking... <clears throat> I don't know, that's pretty creepy. It was more the uh, end credits where the creepy are... Uh... Closing credits yeah. coming up. Ah. Yeah. Robin Chapman, he did well, eh? Or she. Tara. Mm. It's the, the tune's pretty... pretty it's pretty. kind of uh, yeah. <laughs> MK Ultra. Uh, trigger. Golden gun. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's not that, um... Nah, there were different, different versions for series. <laughs> what is that fucking TV show? If I, if I find out the one with the way, with the freaky intro, with the... Alright. Oh, this is. Ah. It's kind of sexy stroke terrifying, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. The, re- the man from another place. It's the Twin Peaks man from another place, but... Anson, you know. I was thinking, adds a bit of synth to this. Slow it down, and I, that's... Yeah, yeah you've got yeah. Twin Peaks music. <laughs> oh, what's next? Arthur C. Clarke's Mysterious Worlds. Uh, do, do you remember see. the skull? Yeah, the, the crystal, crystal skull. Hmm. See, that's, that is foreboding music. Yeah. Look at that shit! Yeah. <laughs> this used to be on at like yeah, 4 the, the, o'clock on a Sunday. Oh, it was like afternoon. Mad Yuri Geller period, wasn't it, as well? Yeah. It was like Stigmata, Yuri Geller. Yuri Geller, he's been in the music. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, he's going to save us from Brexit. It is, yeah. Spoon bending. I can still to this day remember one about Bigfoot, you know? Yeah. And somebody was out having Mystery a walk, you know, and, you know, this just doesn't work. This does not translate to me telling you right now. I can't get across how scared I was. They were walking along and Bigfoot jumped out in front of them. <laughs> 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 that was the story. But I can still remember the terror shot. of imagining it jumping out at you, you know? Strange but true, yes. So this was like, what, six o'clock? Didn't yeah, they do this? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the 888 teletext. <laughs> Isn't this remembered for them doing like a live ghost special? No, that was Ghost Watch. That was Ghost Watch. Was yeah. that something else? That was, that was the get up. That the was quite whole, infamous, that one. Yeah, the whole. Yeah. She's inside the house. I, thought, I, was like, I watched that live. Yeah, See, was, I was like most other people. Yeah, we watched ITV that. first and then yeah. went to watch Ghost Watch on BBC One. Right. But most people, we all missed the bit at the very beginning saying it was all that. Right. So oh, half the time that, people that, are just wondering. Thought, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was that's why it was so controversial. Yeah. Sure. yeah, it was the fucking. She's inside here. <laughs> <laughs> it was Michael Parkinson got possessed. Yeah. And then at the very end, you kind of see, oh, the cast, and the ghost's name is on the cast. Tom Stewart. Look at that fucking... Look, he's on fire. Handsome fella. <laughs> Get the images. I like that you put that up. I was like, this really happened or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was always daytime, wasn't it? The blue one. I don't remember that at all. It's always a dead... Yeah, it's always a blue sky. I've never one, seen that. Armchair Thriller, I wonder if it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh my god, that oh. is pretty creepy. 
Well, he's walking. He's walk, it's just a scared. Like Nosferatu. That's like Nosferatu. Yeah, that's good. The music's pretty scared. Yeah, just scary. imagine the position he'd have to get himself oh, in. Oh, and then it zooms in. Didn't expect that. Didn't expect that. Uh, Tom, that left an indelible <laughs> fucking. Tom, oh, well, I never saw that. Just, uh, just to sort of like. Make yeah, it see a the nighttime fucking thing with the Thames? That's all I'm thinking of. Can I stay here tonight? <laughs> <laughs> no, because you'll, you'll probably wake up to the sound of me going. <laughs> <laughs> I, I take it you'll have more than one teddy bear here to share just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <sighs> oh, man. Good. Fanographics. Mm. Fanographics. Right. Send us any comments or questions or just to say hello. You can reach us by email at thatcomicsmell at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at thatcomicsmell. Share the podcast with your friends and followers. We are on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube and most other places you find podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Thanks for listening. Our music is by Chart Smasher and this track is Dial Up. You can find Chart Smasher on Twitter at Joan Edam and you can buy the tracks on Bandcamp.